0: Hi,
1: welcome strangers. Back. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome back.
0: back. It's been to... so long that we forgot how to do We don't know how, how to synchronize or introduce any of our That episodes is now. a this red is... flag in so many <laughs> relationships. Oh, this is how we're going <laughs> to re-c-
1: reconvene. Yes. Re-resume. So
0: welcome back to another episode of Tea Talks Detox with Halen And Fariha. Um, it's been a while, folks. It's been, it's been a while, wild folks. It's been, I would have to say that I have missed all of you, even the strangers that we don't know. Um, we, we missed you specially. Yes. Thank you for joining us in this episode today. Mm-hmm. We took a little break because school. <laughs> <laughs> because that's our job to, uh, to be excel in academia. Yes. But it was also kind of I don't of know about excelling, nice but to take a little break. Yeah, it was to be honest. Yeah, because I think not I that we we make that much of a production out of this, clearly. Yeah. But, but I'm saying <laughs> it's not like we took a break from each other. Exactly,
1: we still interacted. I could never, we mm-hmm. interact every day. Okay, in a good way. In a, I would never take a break from you. Really, you would never be tired of me. I
0: don't
1: think so. That's false. <laughs> I don't think... On are you saying end. you're... <laughs> wow. Well, it's been good. Thank you for tuning in to our last episode of <gasps> Detox. It's for this I mean, season. Wanna,
0: like, can you imagine seeing me 24-7? I didn't say 24-7. Exactly. I just said I could is. see you
1: t- every day. Oh, yeah. Doses. Of course. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, this has got nothing. It's not... This is not an episode on um, body image or self-love Should or we? anything. We could start talking about that, but I think it will tie in a little bit later when we talk about today's topic, which is... You go for it, because I think it's a bit more... It's
0: Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, this May. A-A-P-I-H-M. A-A-P-I Heritage Month. We don't have to shorten everything. A P
1: I Heritage Month.
0: Love that. It is a month of celebrating our identity as... Asian American mm-hmm. which could be just Asians living outside of Asian a diaspora diaspora Asian yes exactly of the Asian continent um, yeah. especially immigrants and blah 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 and not that we need a month to celebrate but we should celebrate every day but sometimes so it's, it's nice Mother's to have day. a month <laughs> yeah it's, it's an, nice to mo- have a month like where we like any day when you celebrate.
1: celebrate yeah yeah, yeah. Um, do you know when it first Started also, why is it in May?
0: Because the May was the only month that was left <laughs> from <laughs> everything us else to take. <laughs> to <clear. laughs> um, um, but yeah, I think it is close to my heart because I am newly declared Asian American by mm-hmm. paper, but since, so since, since September 2019.
1: Sep- no, okay, I was so, yet, so confident.
0: Oh my gosh, I don't even remember. When did you January a 17, ni- 2019. Oh, okay. Yes. So it's been over a year. Yeah. I thought it's been less than a year. I, I love how it's been over a year, but half that time I lived outside of the US. <laughs> the irony mm-hmm. is that I got a citizenship and yeah, i was like, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. And That is what the citizenship is good for. Exactly. <laughs> you get it and you peace out. Exactly. Like but I, I get so... all the benefits. Exactly. Now I get to pay tax but also vote. Vote for... President. Yes, but vote for who now? Anyone but Trump
1: 2020. (laughs) That's where we are. So Biden 2020. If you
0: disagree, then this is not a platform for you. (laughs) Wow, I mean, we respect all values and opinions equally. We will
1: listen to you. No. But we will just not cater to your views. We don't (laughs) listen
0: to racists or sexists around here. That that is not free speech. We do not need to have all audience if they do not bring value to other people in our community. so
1: does asian american Mm -hmm. is there um and pacific islanders Mm -hmm. i'm assuming the culture is very different so why is it that it's kind of grouped into or do you think the culture is a little bit different in there
0: i think yeah obviously i think every ethnicity or nationalities the other cultures are completely Mm -hmm. different but geographically you know we are part of us technically like eastern hemisphere Mm -hmm. and in terms of like Western colonializations, obviously, we went through the same kind we, of Yeah, we area. went through the same histories. Yeah. um, obviously, like Korea is kind of lucky in the way we weren't colonized by white people, <laughs> we're um, just we were colonized by other Asian, we <laughs> <laughs> were influenced by Western culture, which also is like kind of interesting. Yeah, The how colonial culturalization culture itself like
1: seeped through other mediums instead of like actual exactly what first of all what is this green card process i don't understand that oh yeah why immigration to america is so hard yeah hard but also it's just so tedious surely it it can't be easy for anyone in the involved in the process
0: it's very bureaucratic it's very slow yeah um i think my family was lucky because we got our Visa really right away, yeah. um, because like a really big company sponsored my parents to work for them, yeah. and then you I think you have to live there for like five or something mm-hmm. to apply for the green card, and then after that I don't think you can apply right away. You have to like live a certain amount in order for you to also apply for citizenship, and obviously the citizenship process takes like it can take decades yeah it can take forever like for me i think it took two years but that's honestly like the shortest thing yeah um and also for me it took me two years because i applied for it in california and then i moved to new york Mm -hmm. so that's why everything was a little slow but other than that and then i had to take like freaking tests it's like i go here yeah like i lived here longer than you (laughs) but how long have you lived there for I think since high school, so almost 10 years Yeah And I feel like I'm through and through American in some ways I'm through and through Asian American I think yeah. I have to make this very clear that like those Asian American, American culture yeah, is very different, different than like them. white American like black Or American. even just Asian culture in yeah. general Yeah It's kind of yeah. weird to like not identify as Asian with Asian cultures mm. While other people expect me to identify it with it Like mm. Like they're like, oh, why do you not like K-pop? I'm like, K-pop is not the only thing that comes from Korea. <laughs> so we like, have a lot of other like a lot of other things. Like we have great history, we have great mm-hmm. people. Honestly, some of the great healthcare, politicians, mm-hmm. and like artists, m- artists and like filmmakers, literatures and stuff. Yeah, film and like the fact that I'm now reduced down to a a plate. A citizen of a place that has K-pop, kind of like <laughs> non- citizen
1: of K-pop. Yeah, and <laughs> i like,
0: are. I know they bring so much like revenue into mm-hmm. the country, but that's and it not... is a very
1: very hard job too. Like yeah. they train for what, like twenty hours a day, mm-hmm. like nonstop. Very, so, very yeah.
0: Extreme. Well, you know that's what I think. That's what this month is for, right? Mm-hmm. We like try to have a dialogue about what it means to. Be an immigrant, mm-hmm. and to kind of take charge of forming a new identity for our own generations. Yeah, because obviously and how that, you
1: kind of retain mm-hmm. that identity and pass it down to what exactly. I mean, not that I'm insinuating there will be kids in the picture. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like there will you, be no kids. In there the will picture. be no kids in the picture, mm-hmm. but how do you? kind of retain that identity and pass That's it up. down yeah. to the generation which will be born in America or like yeah. in the other Western country. But then how do you mm-hmm. make them understand the importance of why it is important to yeah. acknowledge that side of your heritage? Mm-hmm. Because to them, it's fair. Like, you know, they, they're born and raised in America. So for what reason would they feel the affinity, even mm-hmm. if they might like look different, right? But they just feel American, quote mm-hmm. unquote American, whatever that means, because yeah. it's such a it's a melting pot right it's a melting pot there's no one identity of
0: what american means but i think we we always say that like oh being american is like different for everybody but at the end of the day there's a pattern that is acknowledged like that is
1: legitimized of being an american person
0: yeah Um, and if a person if an asian american decide not to I guess, get involved in learning about their other ethnic heritage, that's Mm -hmm. fine, like that's their own choice. I'm never gonna chastise them for saying like, why are you not in touch with your like other ethnicity, like other ethnic identity. But um, I think it's important to acknowledge some of the histories that like your ancestors has experienced, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Um, It's also important to kind of just give them the tools to be able to go and get this knowledge if they wanted to. Like, obviously, the choice is up to them at the end of the day, like Mm -hmm. what they identify as. Right. But if they don't even have a platform that they can reach out to. So that's why I think things like this matter. Like, you know, if you have a, if you don't have a dialogue, if you don't have role models in Mm -hmm. the community to look up to. Mm -hmm. Then that kind of also becomes a source of mm-hmm. not really anxiety but uncertainty because yeah. it makes you question your own identity and your place exactly. in the world and when you're trying to already fit in yeah. into what is very very chaotic to begin yeah. with. So um, yes, sorry, we were saying something about
0: mm. what were you saying? What was I saying?
1: You were you're not gonna chastise them from yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Like
0: I think it's hard for. Honestly, I think when you're young mm-hmm. It's We we kind of feel like having like this Asian side is kind of Shameful, shameful. Yeah. so people tend to like not try to learn the language or they try to kind of separate themselves mm-hmm. from like other Asian groups and things but I think as you grow up you Realize the amount of like comfort that you feel from associating with certain culture mm-hmm. And I'm like not trying to be like, oh, you know um, Asians only get along with Asians, but I like took a I took a little swig <laughs> at my friend group And I realized <laughs> that I do have a lot of Asian Americans Not just yeah. Korean American, but just like Asian Americans or like Pacific Islanders yeah. And i realized it's because there's shared history Or yeah. like shared experiences like how we are growing up in America Yeah That... We don't feel comfortable talking about it outside of our ethnic group, right? Mm-hmm. And having that kind of support system in a adult life, you, I think we you start to value it a little bit more, yeah, than and you like would embrace earlier. it a little bit more. Yeah. And yeah, it's such a it's such a weird world. It's a to, weird experience, yeah. Like to hate yourself for it but then now you love yourself for it yeah and the journey of like just transitioning Mm -hmm. from that you
1: know something that you would repress for so long Mm -hmm. and just now embracing it fully Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's good Mm -hmm. obviously Mm -hmm. but sometimes it also makes me wonder to what point does this kind of create Mm -hmm. or like fuel racial tensions i don't know if that's something that comes to your mind because obviously we want to You know make a more integrated society Mm -hmm. but when like you said even if taking if like take a look at my friend groups Mm -hmm. they are overwhelmingly Mm -hmm. of asian descent yeah so sometimes it makes me wonder like am i losing out on an experience to be able to Mm -hmm. build a group outside of this Mm -hmm. which you know it's a thought that comes in passing and it's not like something i haven't tried to do Mm -hmm. but again naturally with shared experiences you will feel more affinity
0: towards certain groups which you identify more with, right? I thought about that too. Yeah. Like if it creates more some form of like, I don't want to say segregation, but but othering othering. of like other races. But I've also realized that like I'm not going to make effort to belong to a group that doesn't want me, you know? Yes. At some point you need to like meet in the middle, but Mm -hmm. if I feel like I'm going to a party or I'm going somewhere and I don't feel like I belong, Mm -hmm. Yes, it could be a very, like, deeply rooted psychological thing, mm-hmm. but it also means that they're not putting an effort to make it feel like I belong there, right. you know? like so. Here's where my opinions get even more controversial. Not controversial, because I don't think I our, our audience like, will think that this is controversial. This it's I think not we controversial, all have, it's yeah.
1: because it's just a passing thought, again, mm-hmm. like, because, like, for example, like you mentioned the sorority thing, right? Like, I was thinking more on the lines of the student association groups that mm-hmm. are affiliated, affiliated with mm-hmm. certain ethnicities. Yeah. But do you think it's, like, why should sororities also not be primarily white? Because obviously they also have their share. Co- and, like, if they're not trying mm-hmm. to actively exclude mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. For, like from POC communities, mm-hmm. should they have their own spaces? And I don't see, like, always, I don't really see a problem with that in Mm. itself but if they're obviously actively
0: Mm.
1: you know leading out specific members of the community by putting specific Mm. barriers in there which obviously they cannot overcome like structural problems
0: yeah I feel like they have enough space in the world (laughs) (laughs) that's my opinion it's just like it's it's like you got (laughs) they don't need I don't think they need to make their own exclusive space if every space belongs to them in some certain ways Mm -hmm. like um yeah I don't know I I know what you are trying to you know it's also
1: that thing like yeah every space belongs to them Mm -hmm. but with that dialogue also comes the whole othering right then you're actively kind of saying that Mm -hmm. there are specific pockets and like if they don't belong to any other specific pocket Mm -hmm. then you're saying that people of color can never take up spaces that's always going to be fully for them either because if you're trying to get into like these Mm -hmm. mainstream media or Mm -hmm. whatever you're trying to get Mm -hmm. into right then you're always going to say predominantly if it's always going to be people of people who are caucasian Mm -hmm. you're saying Mm -hmm. that will always be the minority and maybe that will be the case like Mm -hmm. there will be minorities all the time Mm -hmm. but if you're always coming at it from a point of view Mm -hmm. that point of view Mm -hmm. that's kind of insinuating Mm -hmm. that there will never be the world will never be at a stage Mm -hmm. where people will of all races will be at an equal kind of
0: yeah, no, it's I know, I know what you mean. You know I don't what, what you mean. mean. Right? Yeah, I do know what you mean, and I think like it's very hard to phrase it because I can, like,
1: for some reason, visualize it into like little venn diagrams. And like bubbles. you're saying that
0: like the spaces that a POC person can take is very niche because mm. like a lot of times mainstream spaces are reserved for like white folks. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I get it, but I think it's it's like we can't we can't think about it as. We're taking their space away from it. It's just like we have to learn how to kind of share it.
1: Yeah, it's not so much of like taking their space away, but more like are they also
0: entitled to having their own?
1: Yeah, I mean, spaces. I think yeah,
0: I think so too. Space. And then yeah. when I say white, what I mean primarily like Colonizing North America. <laughs> yeah, not like the European culture is obviously different. like different and yeah. like
1: there's like a shared yeah. history of you know people coming into your land yeah. and taking away yeah. from that land and benefiting. Yeah. From that land yeah. so that's very different not like yeah a lot of europeans especially east european like you know the yeah. region when of yugoslavia where they've split up into like what 14 countries yeah. obviously they share a lot of the kind Culture of history that, and yeah. trauma yeah. that um
0: that we might that we be able might be to identify yeah. with it. exactly but um yeah it's it's a weird conversation and obviously i'm not always comfortable talking about that with yeah. non poc folks <laughs> <laughs> um but i think having that kind of it people just need to get okay with getting uncomfortable about these stuff yeah because then the then that's the, the conversation, only way the change is going to exactly come like it's going to be uncomfortable either way yeah thinking about it not thinking about it talking about it, not talking about, it, it's always going to be uncomfortable
1: also saying that you don't see color is it's literally the bullshit. dumbest thing i'm like, sorry people just need what? to stop saying that like Unless you're legitimately colorblind, you can still see shades, okay? So exactly. I don't understand.
0: <laughs> and I think, I know, some people, I know that they're coming from a good place. Yeah, the I'm intention's like, I'm always not good. racist. But the thing is, yeah, we can acknowledge the fact that, like, race is a socially constructed idea. Mm-hmm. But you can't dismantle that
1: and right away. And it becomes the norm. Then yeah. the socially constructed idea is what you're living in. Yeah, course, then you can't unconstruct it if it
0: has worked for if it has like ruled the way we live for thousands of years right so it's all about like okay now that we have this idea like how do we slowly dismantle it Mm -hmm. and rebuild it to a more yeah future that caters to everyone rather than Mm -hmm. certain specific groups um do you want to talk about your experience as a as who you are. <laughs> yeah, as who you are. Yeah.
1: Because um, I think we talked about it in our earlier episodes about like our whole, mm-hmm. you know, not also being born in, because you're born in Korea and mm-hmm. I was in, like the fact that we're both like kind of third culture kids, it's mm-hmm. a bit different mm-hmm. because obviously our identity crisis <laughs> kind of heightens with yeah. that because it's like we were, our parents have one culture, we were raised in one culture, mm-hmm. and then we settled in another culture. Mm-hmm. So it's like amalgamation of all of that. Um,
0: but I feel like your experience, I was like Southeast Asian is so different than <laughs> South Asian, South, East Asian. You know, East. Yeah, I'm mean, East Asian. Yeah, you are. East yeah, East. you're Southeast. No, South Asian. Southeast is
1: Southeast is like I think Vietnam. And oh yeah, South. Yeah. yeah, South Asian. Yeah, South you're Asian, East Asian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, it's very interesting to see like nowadays especially with like cultural appropriation being such a mm-hmm, huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, clothes that you would be wearing is now, it's yeah. <laughs> like the trendiest thing happening, yeah. it's like boohoo chics. chic, so I'm like, yeah. why was I ashamed of it for all these years? Because yeah. I would remember yeah. like, I would go to these family gatherings, mm-hmm. right? Like wearing the traditional clothes, and then if I had to go to the mall with my friends, I could physically, mm-hmm. I couldn't even physically think of the thought like, oh wow, I'm gonna go to the mall with the Shalwar mm-hmm. kameez on? Mm-hmm. How could I, that's so nasty. And I'm like, wait a second, why is that nasty? Yeah, first of all, yeah. and then I started. I think I started realizing this when I made more friends who were comfortable mm-hmm. being who they are, and I'm just like this is pretty cool. Like yeah. I have this entire other side of me, yeah. with like rich history and art and yeah. like songs and like music and all of that, yeah. and I'm just ignoring it. Yeah, and for like
0: what you know, you for know what, what, for who? Exactly. I didn't even live in like, a white country for what
1: reason? Like, you
0: are part of a a country that a with thousands fabric, of like. History, of history and what you're succumbing to a yeah. culture that has only been here since 1770. Yeah, it's like <laughs> for for what, for what reason?
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting experience to just unpack your own biases towards your own race. Like yeah. the internalized racism mm-hmm. is definitely a huge, huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and learning about your own country's history because mm-hmm. I think, you know, when what I think I was trying to do is not make race a huge part of who I am. Mm-hmm. But as I grew up, I realized
0: it's anything a, that I do
1: will be shaped by my and everything race. everything that you do is political mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah. why would I kind of suppress that side of myself, which would only propagate mm-hmm. even more negative stereotypes? Because as someone who is an insider, mm-hmm. if I can't even accept myself for who I am, I can't ever rally for justice for the community members because exactly. I can't even accept me for who I am. Exactly. So I think growing up was a very interesting um, learning experience, mm-hmm. I would say around probably um 16 Mm -hmm. so like what the end of high school i was Mm -hmm. like i think i'm okay with this i think i'm okay with this so we would have like international days at school Mm -hmm. and that was just like a celebration of all these different cultures and that's not something we had earlier in earlier grades Mm -hmm. so i think just seeing everyone being so comfortable with who they are Mm -hmm. and also Mm -hmm. being able to get along with each other regardless Mm -hmm. of their differences and celebrate their differences in a way but also having common interests that is outside your race, mm-hmm. obviously, it was something amazing to see. And from there on, I think I started kind of making a more conscious effort into mm-hmm. actively trying to learn about... And I think the, a really good way to learn about your own history is mm-hmm. through dialogue with your family members, oh, yeah. especially elder family members. Yeah, like, ask them. Ask
0: them about their experience. Storytelling is yeah.
1: a huge way of how we pass down our history. It's mm-hmm. not always written in the books. Um, there's a lot of dispute about... The books in itself, because they were controlled obviously mm-hmm. by them, yeah. them colonizers. So, a lot of these stories get um, misconstructed or mistranslated. They get a little diluted. Yeah, they get diluted. So, the fact that Bangladesh is a relatively newer country, like we mm-hmm. only got our independence in 1971.
0: I'm so, learning new things today.
1: Yeah, so yeah. my grandparents, they literally went through the war, right? Mm-hmm. And so they are primary sources, which I can go to and I'm like very interested Okay, but
0: what country was it before?
1: Um, it was East Pakistan. So it was. Oh, yeah, let's yeah. do a little history lesson because I know zero things. Okay, so India, Bangladesh, mm-hmm. and Pakistan, Pakistan, they were like one thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then Indian Pakistan broke off. They were one thing under the British rule. Mm-hmm. Indian Pakistan broke off, I think it was 1945. 1945 mm-hmm. to 1971. Pakistan was divided into two parts, uh-huh. so it was East Pakistan, which is Bangladesh, mm-hmm. and then West Pakistan, which is Pakistan now. Mm-hmm. And obviously, our cultures were so different, and we had a whole piece of land called India in between us. So it didn't make any sense mm-hmm. for them to be ruling us because mm-hmm. our languages are different, our like we have more religious ethnic min- religious and ethnic minorities mm-hmm. in Bangladesh. Um, our lifestyles are completely different as mm-hmm. well. So. Um, so Sheikh Mujibur Rahman, who mm-hmm. is the founding father, mm-hmm. his daughter was the prime minister. I mean, we get into a lot of that, a lot of nepotism going mm-hmm. on. We don't really... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's, nor- it's normal. Yeah, shouldn't it's, be normal. It's, shouldn't it be was, normal. Yeah. It, was a, it was a... But it was thing. a thing back It was then. a thing. It still yeah. kind of is because she's still alive. Oh. And so we've only had like two prime ministers flip-flop mm-hmm. since the beginning of time yeah, I mean, it's been, it was her yeah. party and then the other party but um so yeah because we speak two completely different languages in Bangladesh mm-hmm. was so 21st of february is um international mother language day
0: mm-hmm. and so what's your mother language bengali okay what's um, your second language <laughs> <laughs> no i mean like what's their like second official language then i don't think they have a second official didn't yeah. you just say that you have two languages me no bangladesh
1: no, because like, they were forced to speak Urdu. Oh,
0: but everyone perfect, there
1: yeah. um, spoke Bengali. So they were mm-hmm. forced to speak Urdu. Um, so they fought for their right to be able to speak mm. um, Bengali. And that was 21st of February. So that's how International Mother Language Day was commemorated. I don't think people
0: realize how important language is.
1: Yeah, that's why I keep on saying. Yeah. I just want it as a superpower. People are like, yeah. okay, we get it. But I don't think you realize this is how everything is shaped. Like yeah. our views the are way, shaped like, by even how, the we language, talk, how we language How we
0: Yeah, like there are things and this is why i really appreciate the fact that my parents taught me korean is that there's so many words so many expression in korean Mm. that can never be translated to english like koreans are very emotional people (laughs) i've realized (laughs) um i mean like that's a stereotype but like you played right into it didn't you (laughs) (laughs) a lot of our language like a lot of our words are shaped by the emotions itself. So like even when I'm describing red, there are like mm-hmm. hundreds of ways to describe red depends mm-hmm. on the context of our emotions. Like there are passionate mm-hmm. red and there's like sad red and then there's like murderous like, red. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Confusing like, red. Exactly. Exciting red. And there are just like murky red. red and like just like a different state of red itself. And, and the is fact the that phrase
1: mm, is it like a would you describe it as a color in itself, Yeah, it's or an like...
0: expression of a color, like the okay. the state of a color, like what that is? Okay. And like obviously in English, it's like red. No, or like magenta. For example, or whatever. if it's
1: like a murky red, right? Mm-hmm. Is there one word in Korean where it's murky red, or is it like one word for murky, one word for red?
0: That depends. Oh, yeah. I love this twist. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's it's like yeah. one of those languages that like you have to know the culture in order for you to speak it, and that's yeah. why I've taken like so much pride in like knowing how to speak it, is because I feel like I'm, like, contributing to a culture, you know? Yeah. Because I, I have to know what it is in order for me to express myself. Yeah. And... And also keeping that intact, right? Exactly. Because you don't want it to end with you. Well...
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you start a school. Start maybe, a school. Yeah. I will. I might. I might, I
0: might just, like, yeah. go yeah. Korean school or something.
1: I okay. see. But, yeah, um, exactly. Okay. Uh, so,
0: anyway. Yeah. Growing up... Yeah.
1: What, is there, like, a moment that you remember were you ever embarrassed of your
0: yeah i feel like in high school too is um like i think everyone has a whole lunch story thing (laughs) so i'm not even gonna go into detail about what that is because if you know i thought
1: you ate cereal if you know (laughs) you
0: know you know what i mean like the whole thing about like bringing your country's, like your culture's food and things, and how people Tupperware. make you and stuff, yeah. and like it smells and whatever. And obviously, Korean food is very fermented, <laughs> so <laughs> that's quite of a problem. <laughs> but um, fermentedly delicious. Yeah, but I think in by the time it was senior year, I honestly mm. was like so done <laughs> with all the kids in the school. Like I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah. Like whatever. And you grew up in California, so I don't understand That's not like I mm. feel like everyone thinks like California is like super Democrat and so liberal Isn't the way you made me listen? To the way you portrayed I mean, it, I mean they California. are very liberal, but they're yes. only liberal to a certain point like, think. Right. And obviously the high school that you go to and the, the community that you live in is definitely different, mm. right? Um, True And I think our high school, like our fa- the high school family demographic was definitely like 50% Republican and 50% Democrat mm. Um, and that like doesn't really mean a lot to kids, to be honest with you, but
1: because um, we're all just trying to not get acne at that point. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, I don't want to Accutane, please put but me on it.
0: I felt like in high school, especially like I was so trying to fit into a, a culture that just mm. didn't want me, you know? Yeah. So at some point, I was like, fuck it, I don't really care. And <laughs> I'm about to call up my high school, but we had this, <laughs> we had this week. That I fucking hate. It's called Tolerance Week. Ew, the fact I that hate they the even named it Tolerance Week, not I was like, even are you like fucking we're just kidding? tolerating these people exactly. here. We're not
1: letting them thrive or
0: live. Yeah, or, they're like know, tolerate the differences. Tolerate. I'm like, what the fuck does um, that even mean? We don't celebrate it. We tolerate it. Yeah, mm. and like I get this whole like DNI has been such a... okay. So DNI is Diversity and Inclusion. Mm. So the whole DNI conversation is actually pretty new. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be, but it is. Um, but before that, I can see why they called it a tolerance week. But also, like, the approach was just a little off-color, a little bit off-putting. Mm-hmm. Just because they were like, okay, so these are the differences. Here you go. So, like, do what you will with that. Yeah. How do we, quote-unquote, tolerate these differences? And I remember I had, like, one class when I'm the only Asian. Yeah. And when they were like, this is today's a tolerance, like, and everyone stared at me. And I was like, okay. like maybe I'm tolerating you. Know, that I'm literally to you, tolerating all, all of, of your, your bullshit. <laughs> and I actually, oh my God, this oh is an experience. God. Yeah. I, so I had the most racist English teacher in sophomore year. Beautiful. And so we, I had one Korean kid who mm-hmm. was in that class with me and she just could not remember our name. Like, could not even oh, remember wow. how to say our name. It was super easy. Okay, first of all, my name is Helen. It could go either way. It could be Korean or English. No one fucking cares. It's literally the easiest way. It could ways. even just be Helen at this point. And she kept confusing us. What was her name? Jiwon, oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> anyway, I mean, she fine. kept we calling, doing she like, kept
0: switching names between us mm-hmm. to a point where she made us write our name above our head cuz we had, we head. were sitting in front of a blackboard so okay. she made us write our name for, and i cannot when i told my That's mom so about this she What's was that so like, upset like up, so upset like and i i could understand that and i think like even me telling this to my parents it's so heartbreaking because like they wanted such a good life for me and yeah. then they moved all the way over here like they could have easily gone back to korea to be honest with you yeah. and they, like me telling this story as if they're like oh my god are you okay and I'm like yeah I'm kind of used to it the fact that I was used that to it also it's so yeah. sad too you know yeah. oh my god. Anyway. it's not so fucked it's up it's so messed up I know so every time up. I like think about it I was like, just like damn like I really should like have she thought that her. was a
1: good idea yeah. she really thought and that she she thought
0: that it was funny and i was like this is not funny and obviously i didn't say anything yeah like, like obviously the, the, at that at that time you don't know enough. any of that oh i knew i was like this <laughs> is racist as fuck but like i'm also kind of at this was point this like, sophomore? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's fair, yeah so i was like you know what i kind of want a good grade so i'm not gonna say anything yeah. um i hope she's fired to be honest with you because <laughs> i'm yeah. not the only one who had that experience with her like yeah. apparently like a lot of my friends who are also asian like had that kind of experience. The reason yeah. why I also keep saying my friend who are Asian is that this high school yeah, like had it was either Asian or white. Right, there were like yeah. I think we had two African-American and she left because she was like this is bullshit. Really? So tell like, me your high school's name after this. Campolando High School. Oh shit, never mind then.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> calling <laughs> you out
0: because you can do better. Hopefully. I really feel like mm. they can do better and and they should do better. They really should. So yeah. so uh, yeah.
1: that point about you know, obviously your parents immigrated from a place where they could also have easily had a good life, right? Yeah. This is also a point of contention. Mm-hmm. You know, when people are like, Okay, if you don't like it here, mm-hmm. then just go back. Yeah. And I think that's incredibly problematic mm-hmm. to tell someone to go back to where they came from yeah. because it's like what then are the, you, all of then y'all. Need everyone to go needs back. to go back to I'm where sorry to where <laughs> cross the seas to where you came back yeah. from. So it's just completely not acknowledging the fact that the reason that they moved in the first place is because the country that they live in was tampered with.
0: And if it was not... This is a rule for like, everybody. If you're not Native American, you then have don't no right to say, to say go, to go back to your, where you came from. Because where did you come from? <laughs> yeah.
1: Where do you think y'all came from? I don't understand. Spain. <laughs> Espanol. Espanol. Um, yeah. But obviously because like I've heard that a couple of times too right like Mm -hmm. if you're not happy with being over here Mm -hmm. then why don't you come like go back where you came from and and at that point in time you're like yeah like why don't like why are or why are we here? You know, um, obviously that was like I think much much the younger. The reason why
0: I'm here too is like I can't really go back technically and be used to it. You know? Yeah, because
1: like, again, these identities are different. Like being American is different. Being Asian is different. Being Asian American is completely different. Being so Asian
0: Canadian is different.
1: Being Asian Canadian yeah. is different. And sometimes it's like. You also have this rejection from your own Asianness. Oh yeah. You, you know? Yeah. Like earlier when we were talking like, about Like, I'm not the thin enough, clubs. I'm not
0: pale enough, yeah. not pretty enough, you
1: know. I'm not dainty enough yeah. and all of that. You're like the traditional enough. stuff. I'm too so feminist. So it's, like, you know. <laughs> it's like <laughs> shave your legs. <laughs> <laughs> shave your legs. <laughs> <laughs> but for host
0: out of myself.
1: <laughs> I will shave my legs for myself because I like to see the glisten when I put the moisturizer on. Actually, yeah, I do like the I smell.
0: do like I yeah. do I like this. I like the smoothness. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like veet I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Also, can we just talk about veet for a moment? No. What? It smells so disgusting. I, well yeah It smells disgusting. It smells so gross. The like, I'm that sorry. I do we should. Myself. It's so nasty. Like there should be body hair removal creams should really be like smell proofing their yeah. things before putting it out in the market because I don't know how y'all tolerate that anymore. Yeah. Ugh.
0: That's nasty. why you wax.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't I'll know like that when it. I was 10. Oh. I can't pluck every single one of my leg hair. What are you saying? Are you insinuating? I'm a masochist, like- <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Unless you have two leg hairs. <laughs> one, two, done. I'm like, I don't have that privilege. I am extremely hairy, as I am more like, I will live into that stereotype. I'm sorry. I have mustache growing out as a, as as I'm plucking it out. It's like I'm taking you know those magic tricks where people have napkins in the pocket. It's <laughs> yeah, <blah>, <laughs> like
0: there's just more of where that came from.
1: Like damn it. Um,
0: but do you want to talk about your experience? Because I feel like Asian American experience has been told so many times. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's unique, but I at feel some like point. I can't speak a lot to the Asian
1: Canadian like, experience like, mostly because I. But was do you want to speak not about your brown community? Speaking of my brown community. Mm-hmm. There's so many <laughs> there's so many stories. Where do I, I mean, begin? Yeah. The aunties, the food, the drama, the TV. Yeah. Where do
0: I start? Is there any specific question that you want to know about? I think growing up right. I do have a What's question, that? but I also don't even know if this is PG. What is it? We can cut it out. Oh. <laughs> no, I just want to talk about like do you... Okay. Hmm. Actually, I do have one thing. Yes. So I am here to recognize the fact that there are racism amongst Asians. You yes. know? Yes, like, we should also talk about like how I'm i I know are. I know for a fact that like anti black racism Asians? is very, very, oh, no, very prevalent. Oh, no. I know. I mean yes, like yes. when we talk about that to like okay, t- Asians and it. like Obviously like in LA there was a whole thing whole mm-hmm. riot about like between Korean Americans and like African American communities yeah. and like Latinx and stuff. That's fine. That's a whole another thing. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, is like East Asians are also racist against like South Asians and like Southeast Asians, mm-hmm. You know, like I am of privilege within Asian community as well because being in being a Korean and a woman. being Korean or Chin- Chinese or Japanese, we mm-hmm. are obviously like the most kind of like well-known ethnicity and Mm -hmm. that comes with the fact that um, even in Asia themselves, like I know Korea deals a lot with immigrants from like Southeast Mm -hmm. and like South Asia and they face their own racism against Asian community. yeah. Yeah. we can't be prejudiced against each other. And like
1: the fact that people don't recognize that their own prejudice is happening and the fact that you know when someone else is prejudiced towards you, that's yeah. wrong. But when you're doing the same thing, yeah. just because the perpetrator is different, just because you
0: look like the person yeah. you're victimizing, doesn't mean that's okay. Yeah. Like, like you can't be Asian and say all lives matter. That's my. I know that's very <laughs> controversial. Yes. I know this, but I think you if can. you're gonna if you're gonna take pride in your own race, then you your also need to minority, acknowledge that
1: that you have these exactly. privileges, and that if you have these privileges, it yeah. is your. It is. I would say it is your civic duty to stand up for other other, minorities and other injustices because i don't think anyone is completely truly free of any kind of racial prejudice if everyone is not yeah because that to another level is insinuating there are these hierarchies in place and you are within the hierarchy somewhere there so for you to be on the top you're putting someone else at the bottom Mm -hmm. if you're not acknowledging the
0: fact and i'm gonna acknowledge the fact that like being an asian american woman Mm -hmm. i sometimes play into that stereotype of like People think that we are hard workers, mm-hmm. that we are submissive, mm-hmm. and sometimes, especially during job search season, yeah. we have a better, we give better impression right. through screen screening mm-hmm. because they feel like that's how we're gonna play into it. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I'm just like. Mm. If play, it gets the, me the, play, play the game. If it gets play me the, the job, you have been played by me. Because yeah. I ain't going to be like that once I get into the organization. <laughs> <laughs> I will be creating my own Asian American woman leadership group. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, like, you, if you have that kind of privilege, yeah, play into it. But also recognize that not everyone has that privilege. It's kind of that for whole, you. like,
1: you got to be in the system to break the system. Exactly. And it sucks because that's the only way you have access to, to all in. these resources exactly. in the first place but
0: but if they're not gonna let you in you gotta then get somehow you gotta, in gotta, somehow. You, you you gotta, gotta, gotta jump to that, that window put that put if they're not gonna put door, the door for you you break their brick walls down yeah. what do you do go down the chimney or do whatever you <laughs> need to, to do to break break it in
1: yeah
0: and also like even asia too it's like, we have colorism, like mm, light skin Spanish and dark screams. skin. That I, like I
1: can speak to. I, yeah, <laughs> I feel that like I that's can, a lot more, yeah. That I can speak to. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I think it was in grade six, right? Where, okay, I would say I'm on the lighter side of the spectrum in general. But I think starting grade six, I don't know what happened. I'm right? sorry, but right yeah. now, yeah.
0: you're lighter than me. <laughs>
1: i'm just saying sometimes it is sometimes it is. it is. i don't know i'm is. like a chameleon i am like an asian <laughs> chameleon sometimes uh, a beige chameleon but um mm-hmm. yeah so i would be playing all these outdoor sports and of course the middle eastern heat mm-hmm. um even just being in a bus with yeah. the windows open and a little bit tan, of sunlight tan. you get tan tan right yeah. we're talking and about I would, like
0: what 50 degrees celsius yeah 50 over. degrees
1: yeah. celsius and it's hot and like you know i i didn't hate sports mm-hmm. But I didn't love it. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, I kind of like doing PE and stuff. Like, cause I was like relatively okay at it. Um, I, that's, Me too. I was, I was, yeah, I was relatively okay, okay at it. it. Yeah. I'm like, you I expected to be bad at this, but I'm I'm like, all right at this. Yeah. Um, and so like, obviously it got darker and stuff. And every time I would go back to Bangladesh, like, they'd be like, oh, this is the perfect time for you to lighten up. Cause you're not going to go outside now. You're mm-hmm. just going to be at home for two months. This yeah. is, this is good. You can go back it's like, to I like your normal. You're and I'm like, um, are you just. <laughs> like what you, what's happening right now exactly. and everyone would just do it out in the open and mm-hmm. everyone would laugh it off and when i see like when i think back at it just like a bunch of adults literally putting you at the center of attention mm-hmm. for the way you look yeah. from a young age like that that's so bad for you mentally because you yeah. carry those around with you forever. for a long long yeah. forever and yeah. like it's it's very hard to work backwards like unless you actively you know acknowledge these biases that you have against yourself and imagine like i didn't have the friends that i do or i wasn't exposed to the education that i have Mm -hmm. that's something i would carry through forever and that impacts wherever you go in the job place whether you're forming a family Mm -hmm. um so yeah it kind of sucks like the whole fair and lovely thing like how much are these fairness creams also making out of like
0: yeah also straight up scamming literally skin bleaching yeah you're putting bleach on your skin healthy
1: (laughs) at all also it does not work so i don't understand This whole narrative of, you know, again, Mm -hmm. you're adopting the beauty standards of what was told to you instead of accepting for what it is. Mm -hmm. And And I mean, the whole our
0: desire to be fair also comes from, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm
1: saying. White. Exactly. (laughs) It's like they're putting the beauty standards on you. And even if you have your own narrative, you can you can dictate your own terms now, but you still choose to stick to the ones that are clearly harming like, your own people. Yeah. So, it doesn't make any sense. But so those people want to know. Wants to be know. Tan. <laughs> yeah. Those... Now, how does... Tarns has tables
0: turned. Flip
1: has... Switched has flipped. <laughs> exactly. is flipped. But, um... Yeah, and I wouldn't... I wouldn't say, like, even back then when I was like, oh, me... Like, I should be fair and all of that. Like, you know, I did have this internal, like... Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm not white enough. And I'm, mm-hmm. now I'm just like, yo, what the hell is wrong with me? Um, but, obviously, I wouldn't say I would blame myself for it. No. But, it was just, like, that was kind of what it was like and also um predominantly grew up in an arab kind of school right mm-hmm. and arabs are also much lighter skinned mm-hmm. some of them not all of them too and that's when it kind of got tricky because the arabs that were not light skinned would still put you down for being asian yeah. and i'm like what's happening right now because we're literally the same skin tone yeah. <laughs> so to for you to kind of exert superiority over something we are at the same level mm-hmm. like if you were going to look at it as a level mm-hmm. makes no sense because that kind of just projects their own internalized racism towards themselves and it's as also well. just
0: insecurities
1: yeah because yeah. if you knew how that made someone feel you would never want that feeling to be on someone exactly. like if you knew how it felt you wouldn't wish that upon anyone and exactly. you wouldn't perpetuate the same kind of dialogues as well so see so yeah that would be my little and I know like Arabs also have their whole colorism too as yeah. well and there yeah. like where you know Egyptians are like not legitimize like yeah. acknowledge as arabs because yeah. they're an african continent yeah. and stuff like, like any that. North any african north african, african community yeah um they deal with their own yeah problems set of problems yeah. um, but yes so going back to aaipi yeah what would you say is the what you like the most about being an asian american
0: um I think the fact that we can navigate so many cultures, mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. And yeah, gives you sort of, like I know we say
1: a lot mm-hmm. about how we are othering and all mm-hmm. of that, but it also kind of gives us a perspective of what it's like to be on both sides of the yeah. spe- like both sides of the thing. Yeah, and, so and have, there's like, so the many like obviously
0: like my friend can be Filipino American, mm-hmm. like some people can be you know Chinese American, but there's a shared sense of history. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like we all have different national histories yes but there's a shared sense of something like mm-hmm. a camaraderie yes. that comes from being Asian American yeah or like Pacific Islander like when I went to Hawaii oh, mm-hmm. I feel <laughs> like I feel like I'm a native I was like yes I'm a local <laughs> <laughs> people ask me for directions <laughs> I was like yes I don't live here but, but I, I will tell you where like, you can go <laughs> exactly. to know where you want to go <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. um so yeah I think I am now at a point where I really embrace mm. my Asian side, which is hundred <laughs> percent um yeah, I love it I was like i I embrace being Asian I'm like, you mean like all of it all of it I'm <laughs> like hundred percent Korean, <laughs> <laughs> although you never know twenty three and me twenty three and me I know that my ancestors did really come from way up north mm-hmm. like when Korea used to of have their land a mm-hmm. little bit up north into russia so you never know that's why some mm. russian people look like asians that's mm. that's yeah that's also true um, um so
1: i said my favorite part though is eating with my hands <laughs> like straight oh, up. Yes. i'm sorry people y'all missing out yeah <laughs> eating rice with your hands just yeah. i'm sorry it just hits different Do you think that's it like a very asian
0: thing
1: I know it's a South Asian thing. Yeah. I don't. I'm not really sure about um, East Asians, yeah. but
0: we eat with our hands yeah. all the time. We like and, like side dishes and stuff. Yeah. We like you know. But like
1: even when you're eating main dishes like yeah. biryani oh, yeah, stuff, you, you just yeah. eat it with their hands, yeah. and it's like it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, adds the flavor to your literal pores. It's great.
0: Um, yeah, and I love like Asian cultures of like sharing food. Yeah. It's just so nice. It's like order
1: something different for me because I don't want to have the two of the same, same thing. Day. yeah.
0: Uh-huh. And like even for Koreans, it's like we always say the way to bond is over drinks and food. Mm. Like if you're gonna know, get to know a person, you guys have to share a dish together. Because it's like you're literally sharing saliva. I know that's such a weird don't thing. Don't
1: think to... about it clinically, yeah. think about it
0: emotionally. Yeah, think about it like symbolically, yes. you know? Mm-hmm not so, symbiotically. I love it. And I, I think that if I were to have a kid for some reason, <laughs> Unknown <miracle>, to us, <laughs> a miracle in some kind, um, I would definitely teach my kid Korean. Like yeah. even if they're like half something else, like I would teach them Korean and then they mm. can also learn her, their other partner's language or something. Right. But um, I think it's really important for languages to not I die out. i teach them all of the six
1: national UN, all the all the UN languages, all exactly. six of them. So like, you will know.
0: Yeah. You'll be hexalingual. Mm-hmm. Hex- Multilingual. <laughs>
1: hexalingual. Okay. Hexalingual. Sure.
0: What is your takeaway? Takeaway? Mm-hmm. What's I your closing takeaway? thought? I, my closing
1: thought is I'm want takeaway right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Makbu. <laughs> <laughs> to take away that's a grocery store so if you're saying something that i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little secret there um i would say if you are someone who is a younger kind of listener mm-hmm. and if you are going through these you know questions about your own identity and some kind of sh- underlying shame um don't feel like you're alone in this and it is okay to kind of change your narrative to cater to what you want to do now like Mm -hmm. if previously you were like kind of distant from your culture and you want to learn more about it um and people are now saying you know oh you're not asian enough Mm -hmm. or you're like yeah you're not enough to be fitting in with this side of your identity don't let them tell you that at the end of the day you're going to be you have to choose for yourself like what you feel comfortable with and you can also dictate your own terms Mm -hmm. as to what it means to be an Asian-American person, Asian-Canadian person, mm-hmm. or any ethnicity, hyphenated mm-hmm. ethnicity person. Um, so yeah, it's it's a very... It's, it's a hard process, kind mm-hmm. of, because mm-hmm. sometimes you you don't know where you fit in, mm-hmm. but then once you do find your place, it mm-hmm. is all the more empowering. And it's such a peaceful... It's such a peaceful, because peace you, yeah. once you're at peace with yourself, you're at peace with everything else, mm-hmm. right? So if you can cultivate that um, inside of you then the way you kind of um conduct yourself in different spaces will also be noticeably different so you're going to be starting dialogues and conversations that people might not even think about um so you're going to be that one point of person you don't have to be that person that everyone comes to and you don't have to know everything about it obviously but even willing to open those doors and learn together Mm -hmm. is um it's a big part of kind
0: of accepting who you are Um, and the quality of connections and relationship that you build it will be so much better because the people that who come to your life after you owning who you are is gonna accept you for exactly who you are right unapologetic self so um and also if you see somebody who is like kind of in a phase of like trying to find out who they are Mm -hmm. and like trying to own up to like other forgotten identities that they just kind of shunned out before like don't give them time like you mm-hmm. don't have to push your narratives to it because I think everyone has different timelines so yeah. yes you can be a support but you're not there to shame, what them. Yeah, shame them into yeah. um, I guess not doing it fast yeah. enough or doing it well enough or mm. so that's our little takeaway of our heritage month and don't be too hard on yourself or each other <laughs> yeah yeah and also recognize your own intoler- internalized racism Tol- tolerate. Yes. <laughs> tolerate. <And> tolerate 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 <laughs> tolerate um, recognize as asian American and Asian mm-hmm. community that we are also very racist against every other, other race yes uh, so support other race, support other minorities because at the end of the day. We have to have our backs, you never yeah. know yeah. when they're going to turn our backs Stop. <laughs> going. But support each other and if you have gone through your own uh, prejudice it's and your discrimin- and prejudi- discriminatory experience and you know how it feels like to everybody else. So yeah, um, yeah. use those hashtags wisely, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. You're, you're, in, you're kind of saying the whole all lives matter, isn't
1: it? Isn't it? Yes. Please, please. Stop, please stop using all lives matter, please. It's just please. not a good
0: look for our community. <laughs>
1: it's not. Stop it. it. And with that thought,
0: we leave you with? to enjoy the rest of your... May. May yeah. weekend yeah right. and your quarantine whatever whatever this is i don't even know the what this, new this normal, is anymore the new normal the new normal of stay at home but also stay alert but go back to work but also stay, but also stay alert. alert it's like am i staying home and alert yeah are know. you listening to me Johnson? <laughs> okay all right okay, Bye. bye